All right, and here we have him, Mr. Simon, the Chief Wiggins. How are you, mate? Thanks for having me, Rock. No, man, it's a pleasure to have you. Oh, look, he got excited too. Yeah, she gets excited. Ah, she gets excited. All right, so today it's episode, what episode? Number 34. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We get 34, so we get the best, right? We couldn't get Marku. So we get the fan favourites, mate. 30, 34, 116 games, 36 goals. Yeah? Yep. Do you remember all your... I ask them all. Do you remember your goals? I reckon I remember probably about 90% of them. Remember the first one? Yeah, remember the first one. First Tell game. the first one. First, first game, uh, round five, St Kilda, 2001. Yeah. Got the late call up to play. Started on the bench. It was the first time Aaron Hamill, who was a late... It was a trade oh. the previous year. Had come back and played at Princess Park. or was off yeah. the table back in those days, and you know there's a bit of animosity there with yeah. the Carlton fans. Back in those days, when you first started playing, um, as if like as a as a young player, you you, you were never going to start on the ground. You'd always get the last three or four minutes of every yeah. quarter. So you you'd work out. You'd get probably twenty minutes for the game, but it'd be every five minutes at yeah. the back end of the quarter. Um, came on. How many interchanges of those days? Is it four? Was still it was four. four. Yeah. There's yep. no caps on interchanges, yeah, yeah. but they there was a reluctance to use the interchange. Yeah, like yeah. your mids would rest forward, your rucks would rest yeah. forward rather than coming off. And so I was sitting on the bench. And I you think, come in as what a forward? Ah, uh, I played the first three games in the VFL as a defender. Yeah. But came in and played, I think half forward in that game. Yep. Like in the ones there was there was three of us who debuted for Carlton that game. There was Jordan During, Jimmy Plunkett. Oh, Plunkett. And myself. I want to get Plunkett. He was yeah. on that commercial. No, he wasn't. They t- I don't reckon he was. You're talking about have a good weekend, Mr. Yeah. Walker. No, I don't think that was him. I've looked at the ad, and I don't think that's Jimmy. <laughs> Mate, I But we all so. used to say that. Man. I, don't, I don't think it was him. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. All, all right, so you make your debut. So made my debut, playing against St Kilda. First kick was a bit of a scrappy sort of kick forward from a stoppage on centre wing. Went straight to Aaron Hamill, got the boost, <laughs> got, got the boost straight away. Might have been a sign of things to come with everyone in mind. Um, possessions, but in the last quarter, um, it was a bit of a two and fro. Like St Kilda were down the bottom end of the, the ladder, and we were sort of, you know, expected to do really well that year. Um, 2001? Quarter, 2001, yeah. Round five, so I think Brad, Braddles had the ball out of wing just in front of the Pratt stand. Yeah. Um, I just come on the ground, sort of snuck in behind the oh, yeah. forward pocket, kicked it pretty much to the hot spot, which is not 30 out back in those days. And I've sort of jumped up and marked it in front of big Matthew Capuano. Oh, the big but, he, but there wasn't a lot of contest from him in the air. I yeah. think he just didn't expect me to be there, and I went back and kicked a goal yeah. on the second kick in AFL. Second kick, uh, you're one of the second kick. All right, yeah. that would have been... It's on Lucy. It's yeah. It's a it's, well. Yeah. There's a first kick, but yeah. the second kick. Yeah. The second kick's probably not a, <laughs> <laughs> um, exclusive. A club, I should say. Yeah. All right. So tell me, when you you where'd you come from? Tasma- Tasmania. Tasmania. Yep. You and your brother Tasmania. Yeah. Yep. So uh, how did it all start? Like, did you always play footy? I uh, started with soccer. Like you know, early days, I think you you weren't allowed to play footy as early. Because you know, because of being in contact sports, so a lot of us played soccer, and I yeah. played soccer up until about under nines, yeah. and then we got help, and then we were allowed to start playing football. So, played football from under tens onwards. Yeah, um, just went through the ranks. I wouldn't say I was an exceptional player. I was, I was a bit of a late developer. I was really yeah. small, really um, little. Whereas my brother was the complete opposite. Yeah. He was like early developer, massive, like a really gun junior. Um, I kept sort of I made sides, made development sides. So I wouldn't say I was the best player. But just kept make, making the sides because I was skillful and I was competitive yeah. and those things. And then th- things just sort of turned around for a little bit for me when we made the under-16 state team. 
as I was playing under 18s with Glenorchy at that stage, playing on bigger opponents. Um, had a reasonable year that year, and then out of that year in the pre-season, which was my brother's last year as a top-age player on the Tassie Mariners, I made the squad. Like, I was just a, one of the ones that sort of snuck into the squad. It would have been, like, around yeah. 49th, 50th, selected in that squad. Oh, yeah. In a couple of practice matches, um, my brother sort of looked after me, playing ruck, really? and I played on ball. So, I remember one we played at Port Sorrel. It was one before the start of the season. And he sort of looked after me, and I got a fair bit of the ball that game. I ended up <laughs> getting Did picked really? in the squad, and um, play. ended up playing round one. And um, yeah, I just, I might, it just went, it came out of nowhere for me. Like I wasn't. Did predicted. you get confidence from there? Like... Well, I just, I, I just ended up playing a lot of really good players. Like I was an undersized centre half back, full back, but I played on a lot of really good players and did a lot of like good jobs on these yeah. players, which sort of, you know, people got noticed, appreciated. Um, ended up coming second in the best and fairest as a sixteen-year-old that year as under eighteen. So I was. It was nice. a pretty good effort. Brad Green, so you, Brad Green won the oh, BNF that year. Oh, did he? So, yeah, yeah. So, so I came second, and, and then that sort of just sort of shot me from being just your average run-of-the-mill, probably was looking towards playing senior footy in Tasmania. Yeah. But then was on, you know, obviously people started to notice, and I was in the focus for perhaps going further into, like, AFL. And How did, did you know, like, you are in the focus? How did you know? Like, it was someone... Did, did someone speak to you, or did the well, well, I think just just from the fact that I was playing so well in like right. bottom age year at Mariners, and then there was, you know, we had people who were working for football clubs, like people who were working for Richmond and Melbourne. We had a there was a uh, connection with Melbourne always with Tasmania because yeah. we had Chris Fagan who who coached mm-hmm. the Tassie Mariners and became an assistant coach at Melbourne. So there was yep. a, um, Gary Davidson, the late Gary Davidson, who passed away last year. He was you know a big name in Tasmanian footy. He'd gone. Yeah from being our general manager and then started working as general manager at Geelong Football Club. Ah. So we had connections yeah. everywhere and sort of, you know, they'd be at our games when we watched over there. So, yeah. and another one of our um, assistant coaches, Grant Orford, played at Richmond. He was a scout for Richmond. Ah. He was always saying, oh, you know, they keep, they, they've actually noticed that you're doing a few oh, things. So you, so you did get a bit of a blow, you? Oh, that's interesting. That's, like, you never expect amazing. those sort of things. It gets a bit exciting when you, but of course, I would have been happy enough playing senior footy in Tasmania. That was my goal. Of course, of course. I wanted to, because, the TFL back then was a big competition. Yeah. It was like it might have dropped off a little bit now, but it was AFL VFL was secondary. Like you were a supporter of your local club. I was a New Norfolk supporter, but yeah. played for Glenorchy or um, when I got to that point. But I just wanted to play senior footy in Tasmania, and um, but that I would have been happy with that. But of then course. things just started to jump, 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 and then then the then the line in the stand starts to shift, doesn't well, it? Well, it does absolutely. Yeah. Like you start to think, well, and then you start thinking about well, what happens if this happens and this yeah. happens and all that. So then there's pressure on you too. Well, it's massive. Like you look, you think about going to an A. Um, I remember playing in um, national championships up in Queensland in '99 under 18s. Yeah. I remember just going like the first game we played Queensland at Southport, and then there was just this massive like isolated figures sitting along the boundary with oh. clipboards and they all had a hat on like I don't know how affiliated they were with AFL clubs one had a Brisbane Lions hat on <laughs> so they were just and you're just going oh this has yeah. changed like in one like in the space of a short yeah. period of time they've obviously got to keep up to date with the talent coming through these these systems so then the, that pressure sort of comes a little bit from that but yeah. I didn't worry about it too much because I was too young to get drafted that year so I could just pretty much stay focused yeah. on the game and that was it so I was nah. lucky that year yeah, no, that's 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 unreal. I, I can't even imagine. Just a second. I just wanted to make sure it was recording. <laughs> I thought this is all good. Uh, yeah. All right. So that happens. And now tell me, when did you first get with the, like the draft is coming up? Who was the first people to contact you? Was it Cuppers Carlton actually contacted you? Anyone no, else? No, no, really. What used oh, to happen, really? What used to happen in those days? Like it was sort of like this. 
this interim period where you used to get letters. So after the end of the season, there'd be a letter from from, the from clubs. football clubs that oh, just yeah. tell you like interest and you know all those sorts of things. So you'd, it'd be oh God, it was exciting. Like you're sitting there and you're going. There's an envelope with an insignia from the Sydney Swans or from oh, West Coast Eagles uh, or Adelaide Crows or these things, and you're yeah. just reading and all that. Um, had a phone call. Well, Brisbane Lions played a pracky match, I think, towards the end of the year at the start of my well, under 18 year, and they rang me up. I got a phone call from Kinnear Beetson, who was the recruiting manager at that point. Said, oh, I'd like you to come and watch the game as a guest. Brisbane were playing someone at North Hobart yeah. Oval, so I got to go and go in the rooms and meet the players as they were coming out, like oh. Lee Matthews and all that stuff. That was before the Brisbane Lions dynasty. Yeah. And I remember them telling me about all the little yeah, the young players who were coming through the Brisbane who were going to be yeah. good players. I can vividly remember and talk about Simon Black and saying, oh, this kid's going to be a good player. He just yeah. trained so hard. This is a, a start of right 2000. We went for money and they had Luke Power and all these guys. Yeah. So, And it was just, and that's, that's what sort of so happened. they had some interest. So there was a little, um, well, I spoke to, I, yeah, well, I spoke to Brisbane, but when you go to the draft camp at the end of the season and you get screened, um, what you had, you used to get like a little diary that when you were doing your tests, Yep. It had to have like it'd have like um, from like seven o'clock till ten o'clock. Yes. Time slots yep. like fifteen to thirty minute time slots. Yeah. And when you come back, like clubs would write in and meet in their meetings. So you'd go and do like the beep test or oh. the bench press or you know your agility test, and you come back and there'd be three time slots booked. Yeah. So I spoke to fourteen out of sixteen clubs at the draft oh. camp um, in thirty minute to an hour interviews, yeah. and um, and that's when they sort of indicate where where they think you're at, what sort of player they think you are, yeah. what you could do. All right, this is interesting. So. When you go into those meetings, yeah, yeah. So what happens? So you're sitting, you're, you're going to the meeting. So you might be booked from eight thirty to nine o'clock with Sydney Swans. Sydney Swans. So yeah. they have the head recruiter. They have a couple of scouts and perhaps an assistant coach or a senior coach in yeah. It's really dawning. I can remember this the first time that I had started profusely sweating. I never sweated before in my life. <laughs> but when I went into that the first meeting, I can just remember the sweat dripping down the sides of my. I'm going, gee, this is like this is really intimidating. Of course. Like I've got, um, you know, Noel Judkins or you know Ricky Barr and all these big people who've been recruiters for a long period of time and they're telling me what they think about me and what yeah. I can do and where my deficiencies are and what I do well and all that. So yeah. it's wow. very, it's very, like you talk about going to like a job interview of how nervous people go for a job interview. You've got five job interviews back to back and this yeah. is your dream, this is your dream, your dream attached to this. So it's, well, I, I can't imagine. The only thing that comes close to it is, and we've both been through this, yeah. is the trains. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of similar. I went in there. We had similar. the manager. We yeah, had very that, similar. Yeah, very similar. And you're kind similar. of going, so, but this is your dream. Yeah. But, but most, for the most part, like it was really, like it was just a nice, you know, conversation. Sure. Yeah. But the thing, there was, a, there was one out of all the clubs that was completely different. It was an interrogation. And that was um, Port Adelaide. So what happened was, <laughs> generally the clubs would book you in for half an hour. So you'd have like, you know, blah, blah, 8.30, 8.30, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 9.30. And Port Adelaide would book you in from 9.30 to 10.30. You go, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. I remember before I went into Port Adelaide, I, I, this is funny, because I saw Dom Cassisi, who was the Western Australia yeah. player. he just come out of uh, a meeting with Port Adelaide at the draft camp. And he looked like he'd seen a ghost. <laughs> I looked at him, I go, mate, I go, Dom, what's, what's going on, mate? He goes, oh, mate, that was torture. He goes, I just went in there and sat there for an hour, and he just told me how bad I was for an hour. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I'm sure that's not, you know, that's not happened to me. Like, I haven't done too many bad things this year and all that. I went in there, it was exactly the same. Mark Williams was just patrolling. He wasn't didn't sit down the whole time. So most of the time I sort of sit opposite you next year. Yeah. But Mark Williams is like circling you like a vulture and just, yeah. oh, you know, we just reckon you can't kick. You know? <laughs> yeah. reckon you can't run. I don't reckon we're going to pick you up. Um, look, if you're there at, you know, such and such number, you know, we're probably not going to take you. Um, you, you can't play forward and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. And, really? And, he, and I, was, I was tipped at that point to go first round. So I was 
So yeah. in my head, I knew that like if I got to 16, I was going to go to Melbourne. I would have just sort of, sort of been told that. And um, he goes, oh, look, I don't reckon we're even going to pick you up in the rookie draft and all this sort of stuff. I'm going, oh, God. He goes, oh, he, goes, what, he goes, what do you think? And I so go, as he's circling he's you. He's doing that stuff. And you're just, he's trying to make you feel really uncomfortable. And I was like, I wasn't like, I wasn't prepared for that at all. But in my head, I'm going, I just got to get out of here. Because um, I, I knew that I was sort of going to get picked up at that point. Yeah. But he was just trying to make me feel. He goes, where do you think you're going to get picked up? And I go, oh, I don't know. Could be anywhere. And he's like, he's trying to get information out of me. And he's just making me feel like absolute rubbish. That's funny, man. Oh, That's... it's funny, mate. It was now funny. it's funny. I and then I had, and then I had Sydney straight after, and I come out. I was a little, little bit flustered. I remember it was Ricky. I think it was Ricky Barham, who's the head recruiter back then. Yeah, and he looked at me. He goes, "Oh, what's the matter? You look, you know, you look like you're a bit flat." He goes, "Oh, mate, I've just come out of an interrogation for an hour with Mark Williams, and he's going, oh, all I've done, all I've heard for the last hour is how bad I am as a player." He goes, "Oh, don't worry about that. We think you're okay. Don't worry about Port Adelaide anyway. They finished on the bottom of the ladder." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh. "So it was a funny, it was a funny situation." That but, is funny, man. But it was a real, it was a, it was a really cool experience, like because oh. you're away for. You know, yeah. four days. You're with the best kids in the country. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're doing all the testing. I missed it. I missed a bit of testing because I had an operation just prior to that. So, but but it was just yeah, it was intense and it was hard. You would have um, it, it would have been good. It would have been pressure. But you would have uh, you we did you think you were going to get picked up? Like, were you sure you were going to get picked up, or was I, that yeah. that doubt? No, I, so, I sort of knew I was going to get picked up. Yeah. Like my under seventeen year was I would my under seventeen year was good enough to get picked up as a bottom age player, but I wasn't old enough. Yeah. So, but my, my top age wasn't that good, but I still sort of made all Australian under 18 national championships yeah. and these things. So I was, I was there about. So my last game of the year was a pretty solid game. It was, a, it was a, on the, it was like an elimination final at the MCG, and we played called cannons, and we I played half back for the first three quarters and went forward in the last quarter. So played well at half back um, for the first three quarters, went forward in the last quarter, kicked four snags in the last quarter. No, so, so I was sort of showing my versatility. So I knew that that secured yeah. it. What yeah. was Mark Williams looking at? Oh, <laughs> That's what I told him. I go, he goes, you can't play forward. I go, man, I kicked four in the last <laughs> quarter in the elimination final. He goes, oh, I have to get it. I'll get footage of that. I reckon he was just. I said, uh, make sure you do. Yeah, that's funny. Though. That's sick. Oh. All right, so you do get picked up by Garland. You do get picked yep, up by Garland. Picked up. Yep. Um, so in the meeting, you know, I think. You find? Well, I think in the meeting we had there was Paul Brody, there was Shane O'Sullivan. Yep. There was I think John Westfold was in that meeting as well. And maybe ah. Ross Lyon. Maybe Ross Lyon was in that meeting as well because they, they were there. At, they were our two assistant coaches. Yeah. yeah. So that was that, that was a good meeting. Like I, I can't really remember the spiff. Who was that coach at the time? That was Wayne Britton. So oh, Britton wasn't right. there. Britton didn't make it to that meeting, but the other yeah. assistant coaches yeah. were. How did you find out you got picked up? I, was, I actually got well the week leading to the draft because the draft was on I think October the thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. So October the thirtieth, we 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 had school exams. Um, well, I was in year twelve exams and all that sort of business. So I had week one of the exams, then the draft was on the Saturday, then week two oh, was yeah. of the oh, exams right like that. So not ideal. Nah. But I, I was um, in the week one of the exams, or, or perhaps, and I remember like I was at school at Guildford Young College in Hobart, and I had this PA speaker, my name was Simon Wiggins, please come to the office. And, like I never used to get in a lot of trouble, so I didn't know what it was about. Yeah. But You're a good I got, boy. <laughs> I was a good boy. But um, I just got told, I, you know, I had got on the phone. They said I oh, oh, got invited to the draft live. It was held at Rod Laver. So if you get invited to those things, you know you're yeah. going to get drafted. So I said yes. In hindsight, I probably wish I didn't go and stayed over here. I stayed in Tasmania with my friends and yeah. family. But, but went over and knew I was going to get drafted. I knew Melbourne were interested at six, and they had sixteen. Yeah. Or perhaps the Bulldogs at ten, depending if you know things things fell that way. Yeah. yeah. But um, it was either going to be one of those. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You, and so Carlton not, had fifteen. Yeah. So Carlton, Carlton and North Melbourne. Had three picks each in the in the draft. North Melbourne went overly keen, but Carlton, New Carlton were keen, and New Bulldogs were keen, 
and obviously Melbourne at 16. So the three players, who do we pick? pick uh, we up? picked Liv up, Luke Livingston at four, right. Trent Spawn at 11, and myself at 15. All right. Yeah. So you were the best out of the lot. Good <laughs> stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> well, Luke Livingston, I remember picking him up. He would have been pick four, I reckon. Four, he, he was, was. very, yeah. very early, yeah. 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 And look, I, yeah, I, don't, I think it was a little bit of a disappointment. I don't know what the situation was there. So. We, we were um, really expecting a lot from Luke, yeah. and it didn't pan out. But he was a defender, yeah? Yeah, I think he played juniors as a forward, but yeah. they sort of picked him to be like uh, a, 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 a replacement lot, for um, Silvani when he All right, tried. so then you're, you're this, uh, like, not, how'd you go in your exams? Oh, funny. First week, <laughs> so first week, first week, I think I had four exams over two weeks, or maybe five. So first week I had three exams, three or four, you know, um, maths, sciences, English, and all that sort of stuff. Studied really hard. Did pretty well on my exams. Come studied hard for my uh, leading away because I, I think I had legal studies on the Monday after the okay. draft. Start doing the legal studies exam. I'm just, you know a bit stressed out about you know I obviously want to do well and all that. So I start doing the exam. Then halfway through to my exam, this is post draft. I'm going, what the hell am I worried about? <laughs> oh, you're fine, April. Eh? What more next year? <laughs> I just sat there and just had a laugh to myself. That's and that's then amazing. I I did I sort of didn't do as well in that exam. Yeah. But like you could see there was the motivation wasn't well. It would have been. Priorities it would have been. Man. It I was been. a 17 year old kid, man. Yeah, I was going to be getting paid. Like I never had a I job. Know. I was going to get paid. I was going to be moving away from home. I know. There's a lot of changes. I was. Pretty exciting. You don't have to tell me how much you got paid, but... I'll tell you how much I got paid. How much you well, paid for your first year? First year players. First year, um, if you were outside the first round, I think it was like uh, 28000 base salary. Yeah. And first round has got thirty two. Oh. So, yeah, so 32, which was awesome. That's awesome. Oh, mate, I, loved, I was yeah. pumped. Yeah. Oh, it was great, mate. I was, uh, yeah. And did you get any incentives? Oh, when you played games, if yeah. you played games, you got... X amount, yeah. and if you played six games, you got X amount, right. 10, 15, all that sort of bonus. Right. Yeah, so it's not bad take. for a seven, you know? Oh, yeah. Then you get to move over here. Best, year in, best years of my life, oh, yeah. 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 And you came over here, yep. you, where'd you stay? Uh, initially, I moved in with the, the secretary at the footy club, so it was yeah. out in Kingsbury near La Trobe University. Yeah. Um, I was out there by myself. Um, it was a bit hard because no one was around me, so I was pretty isolated leading into Christmas. That was only a temporary thing. Yeah. Um, so I had to, I used to travel in with her, Sharon, um, to training and from training at the end of the oh, day. Yeah. A couple of times she let me a car, got lost, middle of nowhere. <laughs> Mate, you give, gave me, what was it called? The um, Revidex? What'd you call it? The what? Melways. Melways. Oh, the Melways. Yeah, so you okay, oh, if you ever get lost, I'll give you this book here. Like that one, that one in Hobart, you could spit through it. They only had about eight roads in it and you knew all the main roads. Yeah. Over here, the thing's like yeah, that no, thick bad. and I'm just going... But the thing is, you need to know where the su- what suburbs you're in to be able to read it. I didn't know any of the suburbs. Yeah, that's so right. I pulled over and I couldn't find where mate, I was. that's how we used to live, man, oh, with those Melways. Oh, man. And then you know how many times like on, a way, on the way to somewhere, we'd have the Melways oh. and we'd stop... And you turn the book. Oh, God. Right, this road's going here, man. Yeah. Man, that was hard work. Yeah, that would be And I, because I used to have to go via Brunswick Street, either Ligon or St. George's Road to oh, get yeah, out to yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty Road. And I couldn't find Plenty Road half the time. I was yeah. like, I know I'm going to hit it soon. And you're just <laughs> floating around. And you're just going, where's Plenty Road? <laughs> the so, pressure. And follow, as soon as I found the tram, I could follow the tram. Yeah, well, that's And then true. I could find the Trade University uh, and get into where I was. So, so. you got around. That's I got good. around. But then after that, I moved in with my brother and I lived with him for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. So your brother, did he already get picked up? Yeah, he was drafted the year before me. Yeah, so to Port? Bulldogs. Oh, the Bulldogs. Yeah. Did he end up, end up at Port? No. no. Just the Bulldogs. Just the Bulldogs, yeah. And injuries. Yeah, it didn't know your second year. Probably wasn't great timing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you two moved in together. Yep. Did you just play? 
played against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah played first my first Anzac Cup game, which was the the preseason um, in two thousand one. It was the Bulldogs versus Carlton round yeah. one of the Anzac Cup. Yeah, and we played we played against each other that game. Oh, did you? Yeah, again, those were those days when you forward. Uh, where did I, play? I think I played yeah forward, half forward. And he played defence. I think he played forward as well. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. So he didn't play directly on each no, other. No, no, we played opposite each other. He was a key position player. He was six or five, a lot yeah. bigger than me, and I was more of like a flanker. Yeah, yeah, of. yeah. That's it. All right. So you rock up at Carlton, right? Mm. How was it? That first day, you rock up because it would have rocked up. They would, you would have gone in there. Yep. Who did you see? Because I was held back because I had my exam. So every, all the other draftees were there. So we drafted six that year. Yeah. So I was the only one out of six who wasn't there. So I think I got there. I had four weeks to go of pre-season before Christmas break. Oh, you like the new kid. I was a new kid, yeah. I was by myself. <laughs> I can remember going there. Um, I remember the because tr- um, walking into the rooms because it was the old um, Heatley stand, which was our offices all under all there. I remember Shane O'Sullivan picked me up from the airport with his little fella Tom. Tom O'Sullivan, who played in the Premiership at Port Melbourne. Yeah. Funny funny a few years ago but but he picked me up from the airport and drove me to the footy, I think it was the footy club and then we um, Get I, remember, I remember walking <laughs> I remember walking down to the hallway because you walk into the hallway into the carpeted room where they had the ground painted out and yes, the handball yes. targets and the lockers were shuttered into the side I remember meeting all the players and just going oh how cool is this you know Remember the first person I met with, I reckon, was Matty Lappin. I just looked at him. And I couldn't believe how tall he was. I've yeah. gone. He looks tiny, tiny and he's the same size yeah. as me. Yeah, this is weird. But well, actually, you know, not playing footy and that. Like it's amazing when you meet players. You go, far out. Look how big you are. Like yeah. you know, one person. You know, Mark Murphy. Yeah, well, you know Mark Murphy. Yeah, of course. He's one eighty three, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or one eighty two. I'm one eighty three, and when yeah. I see him on the ground, I think, look at this little yeah, he's tiny bloke. Yeah. He's like the same height, so They're all big. you're all big, yeah. Yeah, you're all big. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you have to big. be. But it was um, it was good. Like it was a massive eye opener because they're coming off like a 2000 season where they were tipped to be, you know, well, that was anything could have happened. Yeah. And you're meeting all these great players. Like we had soup, like elite players back then. Yeah. Paul like, of Fame is just yeah. it was just hundred percent eye opener for a young kid coming yeah, from Tasmania. You were walking, man. Who was there? There was like naturally there was Cooter. Cooter was the biggest name in the game at that yeah. point, so everyone wanted to just see him. That was the first question you got to ask, pretty much, when you went home and said, oh, what's Cooter like? Yeah. And, and all that sort of business. He so, was, man. Then we had Sauce and Brattles and Rats and Macca and all Gee, those places. So we had some, man. Because we come off the 99, the 2000 was a good year. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you would have been pretty happy going to the Oh, boys. it was good. Yeah, it was good. But, um, yeah, it was, no, it was really good. I didn't, didn't expect to play senior footy at all that first year because yeah. the side was but so you strong. Did. I played, like, I was... Strung together three really good games in the twos and was thrown in round yeah. five. So yeah, that would yeah, been, it was good. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. Um, so you play that first year. So when you get to the club, like so, you you're used to footy clubs, the environment and that. When you get there, was it everything you expected at the current football club or any football club? Was it what you expected? I knew I knew there was going to be like a a, a process of. Um, of, of building relationships and and earning that respect, really and, respect yeah. because you can't come in and be a cocky no. kid, which I wasn't anyway. Yeah. But there are stories about the draft previous that one of the players was quite cocky and got everyone offside straight away, and they were like, "You don't want to be like this bloke." So it sort of scared oh. us off. So you don't want to be like this bloke. You, you know, this, this sounds a lot like work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is, and then and so we're pretty much told just you don't don't open your mouth, just just train, get get the respect, and just yeah. be quiet. Build your own little group of which we had six who were yeah. all predominantly were all we're all um, country people. Then. Yeah, we're all country boys mm-hmm. in that year, so we're all yeah. coming away to. And we sort of had to find that 
the relationships within that and hung out with each other but yeah there wasn't a lot of co-mingling outside that yeah. sort of bubble we had some some floaters who had been drafted the last few years it sort of helped us out and friends with us and we sort of build relationships through them but that was really there wasn't a lot of you would like you would never spend time outside the footy club no. with the senior blokes at all. No, not that's really. weird because when I do talk to the older players, yeah. that was the first thing they did. Yeah, right. They made sure that you know, like they would get together. And if actually, if you didn't get together, they would get upset and they would ask you why you yeah. didn't didn't come. You know, they thought it was a big part of being a side. And then like. Um, you're well, saying there was well, it was. Well, we, we, you, got, you got to understand a lot of those guys. Like most clubs, there'd be like a gap of you know eight to ten years. Yeah, Rattles was 15, 16 years yeah, old. I mean, they're at different stages of their life. It's not like they go, hey, after the game we're yeah, going to no, get the cans true. or anything like no, that. True. So well, there was a massive separation. Yeah. So we're not. Um, that's just the dynamic of it. It's not to say they would. They were. They were friendly and all yeah. that, and they, but there just wasn't that opportunity yeah, to do yeah, much yeah. else than that. They were yeah. all running businesses and. Yeah, you know, it was this was the the transition period. It was professional, but people were still doing yeah, right, lots of things that outside. Time, yeah, it was at that time. People so. were just had they come in their you know work year, and then they like in all you were doing playing footy, video games, golf. And yeah, that was yeah it, that's so. it. That's it. As an eighteen, because it was you didn't you didn't do anything else. Like I studied. Else? Yeah, I studied. The you whole kept time. studying. Yeah, I had to. I I enrolled just as I got drafted um, to a unis over here, and and started that as soon as I started playing. Yeah. But we had time to do that then. Like, yeah. We weren't at club the club the whole day. Like we'd play a game on the weekend, and we wouldn't be required. So until... when was the training? Like what? Well, the basic week was Monday was a recovery day, and you'd start at one o'clock, which was um, swim, strides, bike, um, review. So yep. you wouldn't, boys. You play on Saturday, so you got two full days before yep. you actually come into the football club. But the train, over a ten year period, you were there all day, every yep. day. So that's just how it how it worked yeah. that day. But so and you and you could manage to to work or study because you know that you're always going to have half a day off. So you're either going to have skills in the afternoon or weights in the morning, rest of the day off. Yeah. But towards the back end, you had no time. It was like one day off a week, which floated between Wednesday and Thursday. And over you couldn't years, really yeah. organise everything. The uni hated you because you couldn't make all these things and the footy yeah. club were getting pissed yeah. off at you because you were saying, oh, I need some time off to go to this yeah. and all that. So it was like a bit of a... It's a bit, pretty, bit of a difficult situation. No, it is, man. It sounds like it's more yeah. difficult than, than people think, I think. It's oh, a, early oh. days. I wish I enjoyed it more early days because yeah. it was just, it was awesome just how much time <laughs> we had. And yeah. like, you, you was, it was, there was a big separation. You weren't always like switched on yeah, to yeah. train and all that because yeah, you know you yeah, had time yeah. off. But yeah. in the end, you were just there all eight to four, every day, eight yeah. to four, eight to four. Eight and to plus, four. did um, more technology, you know what I mean? More oh, media, yeah. Yeah. so it was getting harder. Yeah, to killed do. it. Like there was just <laughs> accountability everywhere. Yes. Thing, biggest thing I reckon. Um, I know. Killed the game. Say. I know what you're going to say. Behind the goal footage. <laughs> Everyone says it. Behind the goal footage killed the game, and the pricks who rocked up to preseason fit already. They ruined the game. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you used to be like, oh, I'm going to rock up to preseason. It doesn't matter what condition it is. I'll be fit by Christmas, yeah, yeah. and I'll be fit. I'll be super fit by the start of the year. And some bike rocks up. First run of the year and smashes the world record. <laughs> he wrecks you. And then that ruins it for everyone. <laughs> well, they're, the, they're the ones who've ruined footy. Yeah, that's it. They the should ones. be not allowed to train in the off-season. Yeah, I reckon. Just have oh. a good time. Come back and get ready, mate. That's then, it. We used to, and then in the end, we were coming back like, oh, I think we'd come back at a four-week mark or three-week mark. And you get your skin folds tested and had to do a fitness test. So you couldn't even do nothing during your three and weeks. Like he, and everyone didn't want to come back and be in the bad books, particularly if you didn't have a great yeah. year collectively course, or individually. Of course. Not a great look. So you'd no. end up just br- braining yourself. Like you'd work, you'd 
have a good crack at the end of the season, probably a week, and then it's yeah. game on again. And then you're set about worried. Yeah, course. you're worried. It's, it's, Especially if you're on that kind of fringe. Oh, like shocking. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you don't want to be no, no. in the bad books from day one. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Let's talk about some of your big games then. Big games? Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> big games there. Yeah. What about... Um, your 100th game was a big game, wasn't it? That was a big game, yeah. It was, yeah. Um, that was a... That was a Exciting I think you got game. votes for that. Yeah, I got yeah two Brownlow votes. Two Who stole three? Big Juddy man. <laughs> big Juddy. Um, he, so he, he could play. He, he could was, play. wasn't a bad player. Yeah, he he could kick him all right. But that, that was a big game. I reckon the biggest game that we ever played in was probably probably round one two thousand and nine. Yeah, it was um, Carlton versus Richmond. It was Juddy's was second year at the Blues. Ben Cousins' first year at Richmond. We were both oh. lower level teams in part of this. Oh, that round one didn't we win by about eighty points? <laughs> yeah, we won by eighty <laughs> points. But it was just, it was just. Ins- I could not believe how big that game was. Like, it, yeah. no, it was just a round one game, but there was just so much anticipation yeah. and expectation attached to that, and it just almost got too big. Like, I remember just going to training on a Thursday night, and you got everyone in the rooms, like just watching you, like yeah. animals. I was like, oh, this is getting a bit carried away. Yeah, it's not it's about training one. anymore. It's about you know the optics and everyone looking at you and. You know, expecting a result, demanding a result, and that. So that was a massive game as well. 88,000. 88, yeah. Cousins did his hamstring. Yeah, I think he didn't. Yeah, early on. He did, yeah. he did earlier yeah. on. Yeah, he started. It was big, jolly. Yeah, we had big. That was the days. Well, we won this year, but that yeah. was the days we were we were winning that. Yeah, we were on top. Yeah, we yeah. used to win that. Yeah, quite yeah. consistently. And what was your game like that day? Yeah, I played alright that game. So that yeah. was good. Yeah, it was kick and he snagged. I kicked two, three that night. So I missed a couple of easy ones, oh, but it was nice. um. But it was just, you know, it was just a good, like, it was just, I remember just the first 15 minutes, just a, you were just absolutely cooked. Couldn't yeah. move because you were just that fatigued because yeah. the excitement and just not that game Giving yourself fitness. 100%? Like. Just, yeah, it was just, you were just actually, like, gassed from right from the get-go. So it was just... Yeah. The first time you ran out and there was, like, a massive crowd, right? Mm. I don't know which game I can't, you'd know. How was that? Like... I like, really... I, um, like, you run out and there's, like... People like, that was one of the things I guess you put in your routine. Like if, if ever you were struggling with the motivation, you always had little things in your routine that would get you up for a game. And that was one of the things that sort of got me up. Was yeah. when you come out to the ground, you listen to song, and that was your motivating yeah. thing to listen to that. Really soak up that bit, then switch on after that. Yeah. But sometimes, obviously, you can come in flat. Like a, I had a cold chair at the start of the day. I had a run just in the mid morning, massage, and obviously you'd start taking your, your, yeah. your Sudafeds and these sort of things. So you had like four or yeah. five things to get you up if you know if you were feeling a bit fat and that was yeah. one of the things that sort of helped get me yeah, up it would yeah but it was also you're also jam-packed with nerves because you just wanted the game to start because you're still of worried course. about consequences and all that. as soon as the game started it was okay yeah yeah i think i understand it. yeah you know i play a little bit of juniors and, and some cricket and, that, and you're right you just want the game to start yeah then once you start you know, like all that, all that negativity and that should go yeah. away, you know? And you just want that build-up to be, like, everyone else is, like, having an involvement in that build-up in the game, but in isolation, it's just 18 people trying to chase yeah, the weather yeah, that's the ground. Right. Really and you just want to simplify that and just make it that. You know, balls there to be won, you win that. And yeah, that's, 100%. a lot of external things happening, it just increases yeah. your anxiety levels. Yeah. Nah, the pressure that's, would be huge, man. Yeah. Uh, you did play in a couple of grand finals. <laughs> Hey, we wish we played in these grand finals. So there was a uh, 05. 05, yeah. And 07. 07, 05. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've so got those videos at home. Yeah, there was the a... The videos. Are they really? Yeah. yeah, right. I might be able to get the DVDs, but I've still got yeah. the video recorder. No, that was um, that was pretty exciting. I mean, because yeah. we were coming off the back of unsuccessful like home and away seasons. and But we we trained hard from... The, so we were the... Like, a lot of these teams that played finals were two, three weeks short yeah, of our fitness level. Right. 
So we were, we were primed for the pre-season premierships. But um, that was, it was just exciting to just oh, feel, yeah. you know, because you had, back in those days you had to um, win. It was like a knockout. So over yeah. four weeks you, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd play yeah, this team, that team, that team, and then into yeah. the grand final, which was pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah, so. yeah. And obviously there was a lot of fireworks and things like that. Yeah, where, yeah. that's right, right. And it was money, like, if, like in terms of for a club, like if you won a Wizard Cup, it was like 200, right. 250 grand to the footy money, club yeah. and all Did that. You do it. Players get any of that? Well, we got a chicken schnitzel out of it because <laughs> we were struggling. We were struggling for a cash back. Um, we thought we we're going to get built a games room or get something like that, or you know, but then we got to t- taken to the Great Northern Hotel and we got a chicken schnitzel out of it. <laughs> I love it. That is the best, man. You got a chicken schnitzel out of it. That's cool. Which was enough. Did you? Um, when you won those finals, what was the feeling like at the club? Did you think like? Maybe we can do something this year. Well, we didn't know what we were going to do at that point. Like, it was, you know, because we were playing good footing. We were playing good sides. Yeah, so yeah. I think 05 we beat West Coast. And West Coast played in, prim- in like, in grand final in yeah. 05 and 06. And yeah. played Brisbane in 07. Yeah. It was just sort of, like, pretty similar to us where we were at. But we just didn't know what we were going to do. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of articles about how what Dennis was building. And, yeah, yeah, You know, what we were moving towards. And getting yeah. everyone a little bit up, you know, a little bit excited. And we had a good season in 2004 where we started to win games towards the back yep. end of the year. So we thought that trajectory was going yeah. to continue. But obviously, it's not a given, that nah. success trajectory. So it went the opposite. Yeah, went the opposite. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there was, a bit of, there was a bit of hope there. It was a, it was hard, it was a hard era because yeah. we, we trained. You played in... One of the hardest oh, yeah, wasn't and it? worst eras of coming. Yeah, 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 it was shocking. There wasn't yeah. a lot of hope. It was, it was um, at that point. It was just we trained extremely hard. They're like a lot of the clubs are moving towards science and the whole, you know, the, the above the shoulders sort of mm. approach to games. But that was just pure hard work. What we did. So we we're the, doing with bad performance equal time trial on Tuesday. Bad performance equal. Is this with running, Pagan? Yeah, equal massive running session on Wednesday. Um, so they were still there, so oh, they weren't catching up to the rest. No, of the we club. were just getting. Fr- and we, our training sessions were, were just. The, we did used to do the same training session. We used to train about eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So this is this is a um, senior AFL team. We the footy club had no money, so we were kicking around these balls that were like rocks. It's hard to believe. You <laughs> really? can't football club, and we're kicking around these balls that are not even the right shape. Paint's coming off them. They're hard. <laughs> in dewy conditions, eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, you think boy. you'd train at like. Two o'clock in the afternoon, so you could train in similar conditions to the game. But we just did that. We did the same thing. Kicked up like same. Tra- like anyone who played in that era, we'd just be able to. Oh you could God. tell. I could tell you the training sessions we used to do. The same six drills, and they were hard, and they was competitive drills. Like for 40, 50 minutes, didn't sound like much, but you were just cooked. Yeah. At the end of it. Because pagan man, he, he was hard. Old school, yeah. He was old school. I heard that, yeah, he was hard on a lot of players. So, when so it was very hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, our, we were always tired and cooked yeah. and we couldn't put on weight because we were just training hard. No wonder. Like, I'm not saying that's the whole reason. But it's but not the wrong... It's not, it wasn't the wrong way of going about it. I'm not saying that. Like, yeah. there were some good things to come from. But you just hear about... Like, it wasn't it wasn't funny, area. Like, you weren't going to train and go, I can't wait to train yeah. days. Going, oh, fuck, this, this is going to be hard. <laughs> we're going to get flogged again. Well, if you're thinking that, well, it's not going to make for a fun experience. I don't think you're going to get the best out of the players. No, well, that's it. It was just, it was not a lot of nice, nice things happening in terms of, you know, the club was in financial ruin. Yeah. <laughs> we almost... We yeah. had a bad period, man. We, I mean, when Pagan come, we lost those draft picks too, you huge, know what yeah. I mean? You reckon that, all right, we lose those draft picks, and it's only a couple of players. I mean, we lost other drafts. I think the year after, we also we we might have lost some draft picks, and, and ended up getting 
like later on in the draft or whatever. But anyway, Maybe. but then people keep saying, oh, that's cost us like 20 years. <clears throat> How much did it cost us? I wouldn't say 20 years. <clears throat> nah. There were some bad it's decisions excuse, after yeah. that. But we, you got to remember, we missed out on Brendan Goddard and Daniel Wells. Yeah. Pretty, two pretty good players. Brendan Goddard would have been a handy player for oh, yeah. X amount of years. Because um, they found out like last minute. Like, I think it was the night before that they yeah. were telling, because up to that point, everyone was going one and two, one yeah. and two, we're getting. Yeah. And then I think it was the night before, imagine Pagan, he's coming along, he's figured this is all right, then the night before he's going, guess what? Yeah. You've got no drafts this year. Or... Shocking. It was a pretty pretty steep penalty. Yeah. It was a pretty oh, steep penalty. Plus they got like a million dollar, $900,000 fine yeah, or something. Yeah, so that, that was a big, that was a big yeah. draft. But it hurt us for a few years, but I think that. Hey. It wasn't so much twenty years. You should be able nah, to repair nah. it after five or six. Years. I think, and then there was mistakes following. Well, up. we were there. We were there about. We were on the improve when we got when we got Juddy and when Richard Pratt came Eight, on board. Yeah. That's when the, really that was when things changed. I it, reckon from a whole that was huge. It was a massive Richard Pratt coming on. I remember, I remember when he that. came on. I was just, everyone was just like, "Wow, how good yeah. is this? Like we're changing. Like things are changing." Yeah, and they did for a while. And I, I think Judd coming along changed that a was, lot. Yep, yep, that was massive in two thousand eight. That was yeah. pretty, that was exciting. And yeah. Then we got, you know, we had Murph who was coming on pretty yep. quickly and Gibbsy and then Gibbsy, Cruz, Cruz. Really good players. Yeah. Wait um, was playing some good footy. Wait was, you know, superstar. Just, yeah. you know, it's just when he so got So you injured. played 09? What, what finals did you end up? 09. 09 was my last year. And that was, was the playing, only final? But I was there for 2010, but I was just cool. <clears> only, the only final? Yeah, yeah, last game was so the that final. Was, that so that was a big. Yeah, so that was some... Um, but what we had, we probably, I don't know, like looking back at that side, we had a very good evenly balanced side and we perhaps probably should have done better. Yeah. You look at the quality of players we well, had. if you beat Brisbane, which you should have. We should have beat Brisbane. And then we would have played, you know, we would have played Western Bulldogs a week after who we always yeah. did really well against. And we then still do, yeah. Perhaps gone into a prelim or something like yeah. that. But yeah, obviously there's a lot of things that are going to fall into of place. Of course, of course. But also remember going into that final and we were, there was a lot of us who were really injured. We were like yeah. a lot of us were just. Well, we spoke to Wade, he was saying the same. Yeah, like yeah. I was, I, I, got, I was in surgery the Wednesday. I think Paul Bauer had, had a torn quad. I think T Bird had an injury. Yeah. Wadey had. Like, we're all, yeah, barely got through that game. I know we felt like we'd like, we're thirty points up at three quarter time, end up losing. But you know, you find a way to keep going. If obviously you do, and everyone's no one's fully one hundred percent fit no. that time of the year. No. Anyway, so we would have found a way, but it was just we were. We'll yeah. pretty bruised yeah. and And you could see Brisbane coming back in that last yeah. quarter, man. Yeah. It was almost, they were unstoppable. It was Bradshaw. Bradshaw, who wasn't meant to play. He was meant to, he was. When he cut from that glass. Yeah, torn quad. He had a torn quad and kicked four or five. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, yeah, but anyway, like the build up to that final would have been big for oh, it was. We hadn't experienced it before, yeah. so it was just. It was it was really good to be a part of because we'd sort of we were out we we're down in the pub <laughs> we we're in the pub usually that time yeah, of the year. No, that's right, that's and, right. uh, and when when we got through that one I like you know you get the old players that come in like David Park and would always come in and talk about the second season and you know it's a reset and a start again yeah. and that was exciting and, yeah you know, anything can happen you know it's not just because the team's higher on the ladder doesn't mean they're a given to win yeah you know finals are filled with you know fairy fairy tale underdog stories so it was exciting in that regard and we started really well and was out playing and. And to be going away as well, I think it was a bonus for us because yeah. we, we got to bond and we're all together. Yeah. They always say going away, you know. Like we really galvanised for that group. Yeah. Um, we got absolutely smoked the week before going into those finals, but we shed that loss pretty quickly. Yeah. And we were pretty much straight on. I'm that. telling us, Khan supporters, man. We were up at three quarter time, <laughs> mate. We were up, and then it we was just it's well. the worst feeling. Yeah. yeah. It was shocking. It was shocking. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I um. <clears throat> But I think we should have probably gone. There was some years in there, whether it was 010 or 011, maybe 011, yeah. where they should have gone 
further. Yeah, they do say that. The one I reckon there was, I think 11, 11 was... The West Coast one over there? Yes. Yeah, that was the one they think they, they should have gone yeah. better at. But. We only lost by a few points. And yeah. then even the, the 13, Richmond, and then we went to Sydney the week after. Or was that the Sydney? Anyway, the week after, we... We almost should have won that one too, you know. Yeah, yeah, a, I remember that one. Yeah, there was a couple of close ones, but we had some injuries, you know, same sort of thing. But you know, like shit everyone's happens. got injuries. Yeah, nah, shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, coming near the end of the career, mm-hmm. like that last one was two thousand and ten. Yeah. Yeah, my so two thousand nine last game, two thousand ten, uh, end of two thousand nine had surgery into two thousand ten. Yeah. Yeah, and how was that year? Oh, shocking you. Shocking. Yeah. I just didn't get, just didn't recover from surgery. Everything was a bit rushed. Yeah. I just, I just, I was, I knew I was gone. I couldn't, pretty much my right leg was just, would not work. Yeah. And, um, how training, do you feel? Oh, mentally I was, like, I had, remember I got, for one session, um, I felt good and I was, like, actually training without pain. Like, I was always in excruciating because I had I tore my hamstring off the bone. It was the second time I had the surgery. And what happens is you lose all your power when you can't, you're bending over, you can't pick the ball, you can't kick, everything yeah. hurts. It's just achy the whole time. Yeah. Um, so I remember um, I had one session in the pre-season and I was feeling good. I was like, yeah, okay, I, I reckon I can do this again. I'm not feeling pain. And in a contest, I dislocated my kneecap. And then I was out for another like three or four weeks yeah. because of that. And it was just, everything just snowballed. And I started to get going at the start of the year, but I was finding sneaky ways to play well. It's not yeah. like how I wanted to. It's like, you know, high effort, do the, the little things. Whereas more, almost getting there, holding back, getting the ball. And then you end up kicking goals. Experience. It's not the, but it's, it's not the way I wanted to play. Yeah. And I was at the point of playing, I think it was round six or seven against Hawthorne. Yeah. And I was in the squad. And I remember, I just remember going and doing the drills before on a Thursday, which was a bit of a sharp session. And it would take me 20 minutes to warm up to be able to get through a session. So I'd have to go and run 3Ks, you know, four 800s or something like that just to warm up. Yeah. And this training session was just straight into high intensity. And I'm sitting here watching the ball going. I, I said, oh, I can't participate. This is just insane. I cannot actually go. Yeah. And I remember at, at, and during the training session, I just did this stupid thing. My body was that cooked in the end. I just grabbed the ball and just tried to dribble it like three metres in front of me. <laughs> Bang, my quaddy went. <laughs> oh, God, I just laughed. I just went, ah. Oh. It's not that's meant it. to be. No, that's it. It is not meant to be. Yeah, no, that's so There's little things like that. When you, your body had given up, and then it was just, like, everything was just so hard to get back. I got back playing for a couple of games mid-year, but I just couldn't do anything. Yeah. It was just pain. That was so depressing. I was You're pain. Yeah. And then you, then I got another knock on my shoulder where I did, well, I did a, a grade 2 AC joint, so I was getting that jab before games in the two, so I had my hamstring where I couldn't... Yeah. I had to handball pretty much all so the time. So because of that injury, like, it seems like then other things start to happen. Just every, because everything, you're imbalanced and yeah. you can't get to things and you're yep. late and you get hit and yeah. it's just, yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it, was a, it was not a great year for me. No. Like, ideally, I would have liked to have finished up the year previously, but yeah. I had to go one more year. I had things Were you contracted? For I was still, like, my, I was out of contract at the end of 2009. Yeah. Um, and then had to wait for a contract to come. So it wasn't a good time to re-sign a contract. Yeah. Being like, so would you get another year? Or one more year. Yeah, one yeah, more so year, yeah. Not, you, know, you haven't got a great... Stop it, Dave. Stop. So there's, you haven't got a, lot, a great deal of bargaining power and you've got, yeah. you've got a nah. reattached hamstring. Nah. You're going to be out for four months and then you're, you're pretty much years old. So You're pretty much... So yeah, the bargaining power would have been... It would have been just... just Chips. Long as I can yeah. play, the cheapest chips. The chips. Well, I was going in the, in the start of two thousand nine. I was going well, and then yeah. I hurt myself again. Yeah. And then I've managed to find a way and get back in and grind out the last part of the year. Yeah. 
No, nah, like, you did well, man. Like, you did well. You, you played 10 years. 10 years, yeah. 116 games. You got your name on the locker. Yep. Which I... You've seen. I've got a picture <laughs> of it. That is unreal. Yeah. There, you got that locker there. Yeah, it's a good, good find. Yeah, that that's, that's old-style locker, man. That's, yeah, it that's is. That's superb, man. The old one, yeah. And you got your name on the locker with uh, three other players. That's right, who yeah. Are, who are they? Ian Robertson. Yeah. Three-time premiership player. He used to yeah. do a lot of the commentary, Robbo. Yeah. He was yeah. a great commentator of Channel 7. Um, we've got uh, Alex Marcou again, a three-time premiership Another player. three-time premiership player. Nice man, Mr. Marcou. He's yeah. in the, the rags industry. He sells no, the no, clothes. No, no, he does a good job, man. He's and a nice man, very yeah, funny he's man. He's a top man and he loves telling us how good he was. Oh, he was a good player. He was a good He's player. a ripping bloke too. He's like, a funny bloke. Hey? Played golf with him in a lot of the past players' days and always seen him in a few of those. Yeah. He's a very, very friendly yeah. guy. And um, obviously uh, Ronnie Delulio as well. Yeah, well, he's had a bit of a tough time over the last few years. Nah, it so. happens. He'll be right. He'll be back on his feet. He's yeah. a good fellow. Well, apparently he's in hospital and like he got an infection in his leg. So oh, wow. they're looking at like they're trying to work out there. So he had the court. So yeah, yeah the poor bloke. Yeah, but he played 100 games. He got his name on the locker. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I so. think sometimes his legs were quicker than... than yeah. He was quick, man. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, good so that's good, man. So, Lisa, man, you had a you had a good. We loved you, loved the chief, the chief naturally from <laughs> Chief Wiggins. There you go. How'd you get like? I know how you got it. When did they give you that straight away? I reckon it was Stephen Goff who was like chairman of the MCC back in the yeah. day. He was a Carlton supporter, and he used to call me the chief all the yeah. time. And then there was other people who was involved in the media, and they just, just like a bit of a. It was a top name, man. How and Jared Healy used to call me it as well. It's funny. So yeah, 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 nah, that's chief, it. Yeah. Hey, did you do any? media or anything did you no god no nah. zero interest it never never interested me at all nah. it was one thing I wanted to give an absolute wide berth nothing nah interviews not so much I used to avoid those as well yeah. like every time I used to get asked I'd just say no it's something that just make me nervous yeah. it wasn't worth getting ramped up to something I just yeah. rather play the game towards the end play the game get away from the game and keep that separation so that's yeah. that's who was who was the media people in that time oh, you were there? Well, Who Favola loved was Favola was on the footy show and yeah, stuff. Like he used to yeah. like Juddy was good with the, um, Carazzo, Michael Jamison were yeah, always yeah Jamison was good pretty a, good with the media. Yeah. They liked and um, doing those things. Um, yeah. you know Gibbsy and yeah they were all good. Yeah, they, all they give you media training. Yeah, that's one of the first things you sort of yeah. did was when you came over. I remember we were getting taken away. We did media training with Craig Hutchison. There was all six of us oh, draft Craig, he's done well for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so he did that for us. I think he was a Channel 10 man. So yeah, yeah. he spent the afternoon with us and taught us how to give those crap canned answers oh, yeah. and all that nonsense that yeah. everyone loves. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just that was one, wasn't one yeah. of the things I was overly interested in. Yeah. We did run a podcast in my last year. It was, did you? Well, it wouldn't have rivaled yours, of course. But Did you? What was it? It was Jamo, Jamo and myself. Oh, yeah. Jamo, yes, I remember yeah. the Jamison podcast. That was back in were 2010. You, were you on that one too? I was on that one as well. So we just, that was one of the things that sort of kept me busy in my last year when I was oh. injured. So, <laughs> really. Well, yeah. you know, like last year, Fisher and Gibbo. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had the Gibber Fish for podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And the year was shit ass. Gibber got bloody delisted. So Fish had the worst. Yeah, well, they're not doing it this year. So I reckon the podcast, everyone should just keep away from them and just worry about worry about footy. Oh, mate. Well, that's a thing. Like, as soon as you do those podcasts just for a bit of fun, give them. You know, people a bit of access and things like that. But if you start having a bad game, the, the vitriol it's just starts coming in. Well, that's Why like, don't you focus on playing? Well, you can't. You can do two things. Look, I know, I know. And look, we're a bit like that. We have a bit of fun with it. But it's like that. They're having a bad game. We go, why are you doing the podcast? Yeah, just concentrate on footy, yeah, you know? know. And I know we're a bit hard on them, but it's a bit of fun. Uh, one more thing. I've asked this on a few players. Superstitions. 
Oh, God. Did you have any? Because I had a truckload. <laughs> oh, did you It was actually <laughs> shocking. Man. It was actually, it was, I was almost getting a new one every week. I never used to stop at Dace. There's a, there's I never used to like, player. who's that? Well, we're going to be interviewing him. Uh, oh, we've already interviewed him because he's just coming on afterward. Uh, Hulahan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, oh, the stuff he was telling me, I said, how did you even play footy, man? He re- I can't remember any of these. I he reckons he had to f- fill up his car oh. right before the game at the same servo every week, you know? Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Jeez. I never used to touch the banner. So, so never I had, touch the banner? So I always make sure that the banner wouldn't touch me. Like, there'd be dangling bits or stuff like that, and I'd make sure I kept oh, I've got to watch way. that. All right, all right. Never used to touch the banner. Um, always had to be the first one into the goal square. Like when you're doing your warm-ups. So I had to be the first one. So, so you rush? Yeah, to get to the goal square. <laughs> Jesus, this never... Bad. I used to spew before every game. Oh, yeah. So I never used to... Oh, I'd, no, I'd, I never used to feel that. sharp until that had happened. It was like a build-up of anxiety. Oh, I can understand that. So yeah. I had to eat my banana and my yogurt at a certain time because I knew that I had to spring up something when I spewed and that was the easiest thing to spew up. Really? <laughs> so, oh, so you had oh, that, so you knew you were going to spew. My routine was getting, it was getting intense. But it was a, like it worked for me. I had yeah. my little thing, so... I was an anxious, a very anxious player, yeah. but I had my things that sort of broke up that. I had yeah. got to the granite ground at this time, got my massage, so everything was in order. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... Putting on your, your gear, anything about that? I always shook the Bulldogs, um, Wayne Gilbert's hand, like, and just looked him in the eye and just said, thanks very much. Every time he gave him my jumper at the start of the game, always handed it oh, back yeah. in the right way, so it had to be respectful. Well, that just him made the respect football club. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. always, always that. I always got one of the young kids to kick me the ball at the start of the game as well. So Like what young kids? Like Tommy O'Sullivan used to kick me the ball. Oh. One of the young kids used to hang around, like oh, not, yeah. not so like a, a coach or someone like that. It was yeah. just someone I felt comfortable with. Someone I felt comfortable with. Oh, there's lots of things, yeah. It was, That's funny, man. It was intense, man. It was I intense. think we've all got them. Everyone oh. reckons, but there's something that everyone does that, that kind of like... There's some funny, yeah, it. there's some funny things. Yeah. They're all a bit, like, because so many things can go wrong, too. Like, yeah. you talk a thing about the variables in a game. What about clothes? Did you wear the same jocks or anything like that? No, I don't there's a couple that were telling me about that, too. I think I used to wear two pairs of socks. And oh, then yeah. I got rid of that. I got to the point where I had to get start getting rid of these things. Yeah. So I used to wear two pairs of socks. I always used to wear a pair of Tassie socks under mine. Did you ever forget to do something and then like during the game, you go, oh, I'm going to have a bad game. Oh, a couple of times I didn't do things. <laughs> but then, then I played really well that day. I go, like, oh, I didn't do this. Like, yeah. It was a night game. I should meant to do this at that time, this at this time, go for a game. And you play well. Ball, and I played well. Do you take them out then? No, they came oh, back. You came back. <laughs> You can get is, rid of him, mate. That is absolutely unreal, man. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right, man. That was that was a great talk, man. We love you, the ch- the chief, man. We love the chief. So you had a great <laughs> career. Thanks for coming on the Jumper Punch. As you are now a legend of the Jumper Punch. <laughs> we have got That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole thing with the legend. You are a legend of the Jumper Punch. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's go Blues. Go Blues. Thanks, brother. Thanks, mate. Cheers.